Welcome to Parallel Radio, episode three of our live show. And today we're going to talk about the topic of home. What is home? So how do you make a home? What does home mean to you? Um, is it a space? Is it an idea? So we're going to explore that. We had a little discussion before. I hope everyone remembers what they're going to say. <laughs> Um, so who would like to start to talk about what they think home is? Newton, you had something to say. Do you want to kick us off? Why don't you sit um, at the mic? Thank you. So we're just setting up the mic so that um, Newton can tell us his ideas about what home is. Yeah? Right, I'm sorry about the delay. Slight technical blip, which 
happens, you know, we live in a technological world and sometimes it responds to a bidding, but on this occasion it hasn't immediately, but we get there. Shall I continue? Yes, okay. Right, we seem to be coming through loud and clear. Well, my name is Newton, and um, I take great fun in being controversial. So beware, um, the topic is one that is familiar to us all, home, because we all have what we think is a home. But I was told some while ago that everything that we see and do is somewhat an illusion. So, home is what we create, illusionary, as it might be, because that's where our comfort zone lies, in living in things that are visually illusionary, and also, from the practical point of view, there is some controversy there, because things are not always the way that they seem. But I beg to put forward that the subject could be put to rest, as we eventually will be, and at home really is um, where we eventually <laughs> go, which is our grave. Can I ask, um, while we're talking about home, what what do you, I know that your, your idea is a little bit more <laughs> in the head than um, an actual physical home, but um, just... Let's go to your physical home. How do you make it feel homely? How do you make it into your home? What do you do to um, make it comfortable? I think this, this might work now. One, one, yeah. Yeah, ev everything relies on what we call our comfort. And comfort could be um, a soft bed or a hard bed. So, going along those lines, um, first of all, we may think that a bed is just um, somewhere where we sleep, but in most cases, some people dress it up and make it look inviting and alluring. So, we'll deal with the bed, first of all. <laughs> um, Always the best place to start, I think. Uh, yes, of course. Your bed is always placed in a room that is called a bedroom. And um, it's got all the accoutrements of a nice cover. Accompanying the bed, there is always a dressing table of some sort where you put familiar items on, such as probably perfume or makeup or whatever. So, secondary to that is access to your clothing, which is kept in either a cupboard or a wardrobe. And secondary to that are probably chests of drawers, which we have um, smaller items. And this is kind of a standard setup of a home. Um, the next one, if we're lucky and we have a, another room, 
um, is what one calls a living room. I don't know what forever purpose that is, is acquired that name, but it's a living room. Where which is a room of more or less display. It displays everything that um, we can. Um, first and foremost is probably um, a fireplace, and then secondary there's a, a sofa. That you call a living room a place of display. For me, a living room is where you. Uh, host your guests when you have people who come and see you and um, that's where you spend time with other people so a bedroom's kind of like a personal space right. and then the living room is like the public space in your house so where you have okay um, I, I agree that's the way it should be but uh, as human beings we all like to display some of our acquirements and the living room is a space that always encompasses that like television you got how much widescreen television and what else um, that comes with it a music um, dispenser either radio or uh, in these days it's a hi-fi equipment and it, it does portray our second nature and that is one of pride where the best things that we have is not just the audio aspect of it, but it's also the visual aspect of it. So a living room is a place where we display the things that we acquire in life, and which has quite a, a big practical impact on really how we live. Um, probably um, third, but most importantly, is your kitchen. That also is a room of display because um, apart from its practical um, ability to um, do whatever is necessary for your main survival, that's eating and secondary to breathing, um, all these things in your kitchen are to some extent displayable some of them might never even be used for years, but we display what we have, should in case we need to splurge out and do some kind of a party or invite someone to dinner and they, they can see from whence it came. That's interesting. Pa Paulina, would you say your kitchen's some, a place of display what what what's your what's the kitchen for you what well, you see the, a kitchen is uh, a kitchen is where um, we can dine in and the kitchen is there where we cook and sometimes you could use the kitchen for entertain as well because you've got table and chairs you've got all these th things so uh, you know we could share we could socialize in the kitchen we could communicate in the kitchen depends on what type of kitchen depends on how the kitchen laid out depends on where the, how small or big the kitchen is. Because individual people, we've got, um, some got bigger kitchen, wide kitchen like here. Like, like here. So if I'm, and people in the world, people in the world, if you're hearing me, I want you to um, listen carefully to what, to what I'm saying about kitchen area. Where are some people like to spend all their lives 
in the kitchen. So what they do, the kitchen become a bedroom, the kitchen become a socializing department, the kitchen even so come like a place you could we could have a nice drink, we could have a beautiful meal, we could entertain, we could do all sorts of things. But there's some people like myself do not like kitchen. I, c- I find that hard to believe, is that true? With me, a person, I like to go in the kitchen, do what I've got to do in there, but when it comes to the, um, the room in the house, where they call um, um, a, a rest room, that's the front room of the house, right? No, the front room of the house now, where we call sitting room, is where we could entertain people when they come. But when it comes to um, make a house, we are the house and we are the one who's going to make the house welcome, friendly, make it come to your night, make it feel warm, feel relaxed, feel content, that when anyone walked into the home, they don't feel uncomfortable, they do not feel like I'm not wanted, they don't feel like I'm not welcome. So when they come in the home, because the person who lives in the home has got such a high um, warmth within them, loving, and all these sort of qualities in them. So as they enter, you know, they, as they enter in the home, whether they're stranger, they feel like I'm part of the home as well. So you think it's not just about the actual objects that you have, but about the kind of it's a feeling, the it's feeling the that you give out. It's yeah. a feeling. I don't know about objects. There's no object in my house apart from me. I don't even have a proper a bedroom. A bedroom. You see, with my house, you see, some houses, like, um, with me, I like, my, my, I like the house where I live. I like it to be for every, every, everyone, you see? I don't want it to be too personal. Because when the home is too personal, what you're doing, you're going you're gonna to shut out the, the best part of you from the world. But you don't, I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be, you open the door and it goes, wow. The feelings, they're not looking at the, what's on the wall. They're not looking at... My bed, as Sam Newton talk about the bed, bed, I'm going to bed. Not unless I want to go to bed with him. But we're not <laughs> going to go to bed today. We want to go and sit down, have a nice cup of coffee, cup of tea. We're going to eat something which is beautiful. We're going to probably have a glass of wine. We're going to sort of uh, unite together, socialize together. And he will say to me, you know what? I feel welcome. I feel nice. I feel relaxed, man. I will come again. Because this place is a place where really love to have people here. And you feel encouraged by coming. But if I'm going to say like what he just said to me, like we said, talk about, about bed. So people, please, I beg you. My brother um, Newton, talk about the bed. We ain't going to go to bed now. It's too early. Oh, yeah, we can go to bed. <laughs> Whatever time, right? But then we want to share things together. And that's how I, that's how I see it. Paul, would you agree? There's two very different um, ideas of homes here. So one is quite a private space, and then when you, it's about showing what you have there. And then for Paulina, it's more about an inviting public space so that people come into her home and she tries to create it in that way. What about you? What would you say your home is? Is it more private or more public? How, how do you build your home? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script a little bit, because for me it's a um, a symbolic space. It reminds me of um, a Luther Vandross track where he says, "The house is not a home; 
if that person's missing and he's talking about love. So where Pauline's talking about the warmth, to me the home kind of represents that sort of aspect, which again is kind of symbolic of the kitchen, where all the food comes from. A lot of people tend to gravitate around that, that sort of area. Anyway, just in terms of cooking and socialising and stuff, people come to the house, they're in the kitchen having a chat. And the other sort of bits and pieces, the televisions and the pictures, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's like you're unconscious. You're, you're the things that you, you aspire to and want to acquire and, and project and promote. So somebody comes to your house, they go to the living room, and that's the best room of the house. It's got all the nice things, and they kind of get a sense of who you are. So it's almost like a, a like a portrait uh, of, of who. You, so all all these objects really represent what you like doing, your personality, and that's a kind of portrayal. It's like your mini museum, would you say something like that? Um, I just feel it's, it's symbolic of deeper things, like the pictures are your family and the people that you love. Um, your television and your... your, your um, pictures? No, your, your electronic equipment. That's a kind of aspirational stuff, like a car. So you've got the car outside the house and it kind of tells the people passing what type of person you are, what level income you've got. You, it's, it's just more from a per, kind of projective perspective. So if I was to walk into your home, what would I immediately see and find out about you? <clears throat> my particular circumstance, you wouldn't necessarily read a lot about me because I'm living in my family's house. So the way the house is decorated and the stuff that's in it is more reminiscent of my mum. So you'd learn a lot about her more so than me. She picked the, the, the chairs, the carpet, the wallpaper... And if it was me decorating and picking the items, they would be different. They'd be more contemporary. Colours, style. Um, yeah, it would more give you insight into my mum. So what's your mum like? <laughs> what, what can we find out about your mum from her home? Um, stylish, warm. Um, Yeah, in a sense, harking back to a culture, again, back to the living room again. What the living room represented again was the best room of the house. So even in some houses that I've heard from a cultural perspective, some people couldn't even go into the living room. That was like locked until people came to visit you. It wasn't even necessarily a, a space that you could utilize, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it was like... Um, I wouldn't say like an imaginary space, but it wasn't a space that you could access. Newton, if we were going on this idea of um, a home representing your personality, what would we learn about you when, if we went into your home? Just from the, the, the things that are in there. Well, I think, first of all, you'd be a bit confused because <laughs> my home is... Um, it comprises of a lot of things that I've accumulated in my There's short. Oh right, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, you've been to. No, it's not as bad as that. I I live in what you call um, 
organized chaos because um, the things that I've acquired, um, which are mainly paintings and articles of interest, can sometimes be set in a way that um, is quite entertaining in a sense because it's a topic for conversation in a way. And um, I suppose everything that I have as a little story behind it. But I feel comfortable in it, probably because I've got to. <laughs> and secondary, um, people sometimes um, get quite entertained by asking questions and looking at things, etc. So, I mean, the main thing is that it is it's clean from our perspective. But um, as I say, depending on how my articles are displayed or where they are at the time, um, yeah, that's my idea of a comfortable home. What about you, Paulina? What would we learn about you from walking into your house? Should I start with my mother? She's not here, but then I can still talk about her. If you like, if that... It, Sure, why not? I don't know, maybe probably because um, I said I'm not going to be like her because she's got a proper entertainer, whether from the bedroom, kitchen, or wherever. That's all she is. She would go outside and she'd bring in the whole of army in there. So now, um, you see, when it comes to my home, I, the home, every part of the home, every part of it is welcoming. Whether from the bedroom, it doesn't matter because... I, when it comes to, like, like I say, a bedroom or something, I like it to be like a little sitting room in there, like it to be like a little bedroom, thing like that. So even if someone come to me, or say if I'm not well, I'm going to come and join me in there. In there still feel, it doesn't feel like a bedroom, it feels like um, a welcoming place as well. So it's not just, um, and I don't like ornaments, I throw them for the window. I've just like. You don't like ornaments? Little bits, but not. I don't like all them pictures hanging around. I've thrown them for the winter. They're probably. <laughs> sorry, Paul. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I just like. Just. Uh, maybe a plain home. So a bit of a minimalist, are you? You like space rather than objects? I want space. You can run, you can run in and run out. If Jojo comes. He wants to sleep over. The other room is there empty. I don't want all these jungabaga, jungabaga in there. Because how do I move? I don't want that. You could jump over that place and move on or something. Put a mattress in sleep. You feel welcome. You feel nice. You, you know what I mean? Every, every TV they watch. So the home, everyone comes in. They like it. They just like the warmth in there, because the person is in there is very warm. So any room they go to, they just feel relaxed and feel comfortable in every room. You see? So all I see now, right, I don't like a lot of objects and all these funny, funny things, like some people look, you know, you get some object looking like a person. I don't want, it, I don't want them no ornaments like a woman or a man standing and staring at me. They're the real people. I believe in the real people. Because I throw them through the window. 
I'm going to turn this question to you. We have a new recruit at Parallel Radio, and um, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you the same question. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll pass you this mic, um, and if you could introduce yourself, because we haven't heard your voice before. And then the question is, yeah, what, what's a home for you, and what can we learn about you from your home? Okay, hello, I'm Anna, and I'm since kind of three years constantly arriving in London and leaving and arriving, and uh, I arrived again this week. And uh, yes? From where? From Germany. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Well, and uh, Jonas? So this arriving and leaving, does that mean that you can't really make a home or is your home like your suitcase? How does it work? Yes, well, I used to say that I have a suitcase packing station. It used to be in Germany and I try to set up a home in London now. It's quite difficult. I try to, to, to make a space nice. I now have a room of myself since a few weeks. But I can't enter it because it's too chaotic. I I start this weekend. Thank you, Anna. Um, so that that's interesting. We've we've got some a few different perspectives about home. We've got Anna who hasn't quite got a home yet, but getting there. Um, we've got Newton whose home is full of objects and is. <laughs> Pretty much a museum, I could say that. Um, Paulina, whose home is really somewhere where she hosts guests and she likes to entertain and have people there. Proper entertainer. Um, More like a church home. Okay, so quite Wait, a spiritual place yes. where you can dance, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Paul, who, who's in his mother's home at the moment, so very much in that kind of atmosphere. Um, so, so... Let's move on and um, think about how, I don't know, what, whether there are any changes that we would like to make to make our home feel more like home, or whether we're just happy as it is, or whether there are um, stories that we've had in our lives where something quite um, unexpected, a pl an unexpected place has become our home. So why don't we start with that? Has anyone lived somewhere that's become a home that they didn't think would be somewhere they would call home right at, at some stage in my life I lived in <coughs> what was a nightclub and which eventually through the years um, a part of it um, was converted into a flat which is was my living space and um, it was done properly and it was done um, sort of made to order and um, I lived there probably for about 10 years of the last years in and at the club so it was upstairs from the main part of the club and it was convenient and it was made homely and friendly because quite a lot of times I entertained lots of people um, and he had everything, all the, the um, 
things that went to the flat and because at the time that I was making it, I could afford to sort of insert all the necessary facilities, etc. And um, that to me um, was home from home because um, <coughs> as time went by, I <coughs> had lots of space and I was able to acquire the things that I now mention and which when it came to me living in a proper flat, I had to be able to um, not display because by then I suppose the things that I had were more like friends and you were familiar with it. But I had to be able to sort of find a home for the things that I had. So, again, as I said, I, I, the things I acquired were more like friends. So I could say that home is, is where my friends are. So I think that's a perfect moment to have a little break because we <coughs> it's nearly half an hour and we have to have a break every half hour. So I'm going to play Luther Vandross. <laughs> I've managed to found it. A house is not a home. So let's have that. Even when there's no one set 